on. Maybe anemic. <laughs> Queen Charlotte. The guards are going to enter the CEO's office and start scanning the room. They're inching closer and closer to you. And you see one of them starting to reach for a firearm at their side. Uh-oh. Bay is going to shake their glob and cast a mention door. Hey, me. First of all, uh, why are you me? I, uh, I'm not sure, buddy. Like, uh, this is, this is really fucking weird for me, too. Well, you're <laughs> Bay, right? Because I'm, I'm Rux. So, no, I'm Lynn. What the f- Let's go find the other part of the team and see if they can help us, because we can't do this on our own. Well, uh, what the fuck? Uh, I need you to smoke a cigarette in front of me right now. <laughs> Shannon. But, uh, who the fuck are you? Uh, uh, wait, what <laughs> am I doing in here? Uh, this is just life now, right? For all of us, we're, this, we're accepting this? I don't think we should. Uh, is this forever? No, we shouldn't accept these things. I think I got the, like, short end of the stick here because I'm a little goofy body. I can't smell anything. I can't taste anything if there's cigarettes in me. Um, uh, hello? Hello, Dr. Sergeant Smash? Hey, uh, I need to call in a favor. This is my, I've always had this body. Nothing has changed for me. I really don't need to be here. You're fucking lying. That's my body. I don't want to be this person. This person feels sad on the inside and on the outside. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we try this? We're going to use a technique called Lindsay Lohan. In a twist of fate. Fate. Bodies we exchange. Like Lindsay Lohan. Rearrange. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and for Halloween, I watched my husband perform a danger act on a stage. A what? Hi, my name is Katie. I play the lovable Inspector St. Tit, uh, and I'm going to need more details. Was he getting <laughs> knives thrown at him? Pretty close. He got to step on a woman who laid on a bed of nails. Oh, are you so jealous? Uh, I mean, he- <laughs> I'm Brandel, and uh, my latest feat of danger I attempted was a car accident I was in yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, thank you so much. Don't drop bombs on us like this. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It was a pain swap. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're fine. Thank you so much. I waited like two hours for a highway patrolman to come, and then he was like, I can't determine fault. And then I was like, that's weird, because only one of us was in a lane where cars belong, and the other one <laughs> was merging into that lane from a place where cars aren't supposed to be. So that's weird that no one's at fault, but that's fine. Yeah, so weird. I'm Tisha, and I've been in a car accident before, but I've never called the police. Why would you do that? Because I love high insurance rates. <laughs> I was in a, I um, rolled into somebody at a stoplight and it's all, it was totally my fault. Like 
my light had just turned green and they were like rushing through a yellow light and I wasn't paying attention. I just took my foot off the, um, the brake and I hit the back of their car and they ended up suing my insurance for $25,000. Oh my God. For a personal body, whatever. I didn't have to pay anything. Right. But my insurance did go up, but we definitely did not call the police because number one, fuck the insurance company. They should pay. I've been paying them for how long? And also, you know, good on her getting her money. And also, okay. ACAB? Well, I don't know. A insurance. A, 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 a. a, yeah. Super alcoholics. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, is it, do you, do you, you don't have to call the police, do you? You don't have to, but if you want like a report to determine who's at fault, then that might not cause your insurance rates to rise. Oh. Unless you okay. did it. Unless you and, did it, and then you you really want to bargain to them and be like, we could just swap information. Any, well, the lady didn't have insurance or a driver's license, so she was totally <laughs> cool with us not calling the cops. <laughs> did you want to yeah, introduce but... yourself, Jonathan? That's... <laughs> Sorry. I'm Jonathan. <laughs> Great. Speaking of Jonathan, they're going to be in an episode we have to record. Hopefully. I don't know. They don't seem like themselves. Oh, I, 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 we, we've been on this, this, this introduction for five minutes. <laughs> okay, sorry, Jonathan. Full Jesus. shade. Wow. This is what they're like without a drink. Yeah. Where's your wine? <laughs> don't blame alcohol. You've been talking about a car accident <laughs> for like three minutes. Tish has been talking about a car accident. <laughs> Oh, now we want to play the blame game. Okay, okay. Randall. You know what? I'll take Okay, it. well, let's call the cops to determine who's at fault. <laughs> Baby. We have a question. <laughs> we don't. We have a this or that from Jonathan. Oh, that's right. We have a this or that. Yeah. So I'm going to say two things. Um, I Hopefully you all came up with some things. And we're going to mm-hmm. choose between the two things. Jonathan. So. Okay. Um, here we go. Um, one I have is... Lana Del Rey or Marina and the Diamonds? Mm. Marina and the Diamonds. Yeah, Marina and the Diamonds. Lana Del Rey. I just feel like if you don't fit your aesthetic, you shouldn't get a bunch of plastic surgery to try and make yourself fit your aesthetic. (laughs) Wait, that happened? Lana did that? Yeah, Lana created herself. I am pro body modification. Don't we love a self-made woman? Right. (laughs) I think... No matter what you look like, you fit your own aesthetic. Uh-huh. Girl, okay, live, laugh, love. All right. Also, live, laugh, I just like Marina. Surgery. I love Marina the Diamonds because that's when I was having a mental breakdown in university. That's what I would listen to. I will say that I will give. I gave y'all flack for not choosing Lana Del Rey, but I also choose Marina the Diamonds. <laughs> um, and that's because my boyfriend introduced me to her when we first started dating. And I don't listen to either one of them, honestly. But... Um, I saw the joy when he was listening to Marina and the Diamonds, and so I was like, okay, well, that's who I'll choose then. Aww. Aww. She gave me the softcore porn I needed when I was in high school and couldn't, like, look up gay porn. You couldn't look at... Yeah, okay. didn't, you, didn't you have that music video with all the guys in the shower? Yeah, Heartbreaker. Yeah. How to be a heartbreaker. You're just like, oh, uh, I'm obsessed with this. I don't listen to either of them, and I have never been introduced to Marina and the Diamonds, but I'm going to choose Marina and the Diamonds just based on the fact that Lana Del Rey is very much not like 
a girl's girl. Period. You know, she's a pick me. So. Yeah, she's awful. Yeah. <laughs> Period. That's so I can't true. succeed if other women are succeeding kind of idea. Right. Like And like, just totally ignorant like of her own privilege too. So. She uses women supporting women like very much so as a weapon. Mm-hmm. What happened like, to women look, supporting women? Like she would say yeah. that to you as she like literally shat on all of your dreams. Yeah. Right. Was standing on you physically. <laughs> Either way, I've never heard Marina um, and the Diamonds, but I will start listening to it or I will listen to some of their songs. After you this. should for sure. But I still choose them over Lana Del Rey. Okay. Mine's similar. Would you rather be in a current day Troy Sivan music video or an old school Britney Spears music video. Can I go first, please? Ooh. <laughs> I choose old school Britney Spears. Really? Absolutely. It's going to be cliche. Everyone's poorly dressed. It looks like nobody bathes, <laughs> and that's fine with me. Because I'll take that over <laughs> basically not being in the video because I am not skinny nor white. So, yeah, no. No, no, thank you, Troy. I could fully see you in Britney's, like, schoolgirl outfit with the blonde pigtails. Period. I'd definitely be the butt of the joke for the video, and that's fine by me, too. Because at least I'm getting paid. That's fair. I'm with you on a Britney Spears video, just because if I'm in a Troy Sivan video, I'm going to look like everyone's dad. (laughs) (laughs) True. Like, same. Yeah, well. Picking up the kids. (laughs) Picking up the cats. Picking up as in, we're going to go, you know, bang it out. But in like, okay, it's time to do a fix practice. (laughs) I totally do Britney Spears. I feel like I couldn't keep up with new music videos. The choreography has really just become really, like, choreographed and on time. It was why re-watching, like, High School Musical, the dancing is atrocious. Like, it's a little step and twirl. It's a little hand motion offbeat, but it's 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 all about the soft focus sparkles. You know what I mean? So yeah, old school Britney Spears. I live. Oh, I feel so outnumbered. I would have done Troy Sivan just because he's giving me like classic '90s gay grungy, dirty, filthy. I love it. And the dancing is so like Bob Fosse. It's wild. He's dancing like an uncoordinated white, ooh, uncoordinated white person. Liza Minnelli. Get it, Liza. <laughs> I'm watching one of your girls right now, and I'm just like, yes, Liza Minnelli <laughs> would eat you up right now. Yeah, I, I agree with everybody but Brandel. No. Uh, just because that was, it was the 90s. That was expected. And I feel like I would probably just not be read as bad in the 90s. As I would trying to do a Troy's fun video now. Was that the 90s? Early 2000s? Uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Late 90s, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the music video vibes from him right now are like early 90s, late 80s. Yeah, but you would get eaten up by social media today. Like he got ate up by social media and TikTok for that his most recent music video. Really? Why? He showed it because if something about lack of diversity... Lack of diversity of bodies. Well, I know he got shit on by Azalea Banks, but I mean, she hasn't had a homophobic rant in a while, so good for she her. Needed, she needed one. She was due. She was over. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit for that bitch. We hadn't heard from her in a while, have we? Huh. No. We, 
No, but now she's called this kid a pedophile for his music videos. So, you know, she's doing great. She's thriving. Gosh. Let's record this episode. Please. Let's let's do a recap of what happened last time. We didn't talk about it in precast, so we actually should discuss what happened last time. We gotta go to the factory. Yes. Uh, oh, also, yeah. we changed bodies. But now we're back. We're back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. After Even after... Rex knew a guy... Chris made us do something stupid because somebody didn't repeat it in the correct time or something. Ugh. Yeah, you guys had to do... You guys tried to dispel magic over and over again, and it just roll after roll didn't work. So yep. Rux used their special skill to call upon their friend, who's a therapist, who came over and got you to switch bodies, though it took a couple tries because they didn't really want to go back. Yep, and you can't really switch That's back something that doesn't want to go back. Freaky Friday rules. Yeah. Not Freaky yes. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but also it was the, yeah, it was the resolution to everyone going, breaking into the gender fluid factory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You guys broke in there because you want to know more about what's going on in there, but you did kind of get caught, uh, or at least there were people that were on to you. Or onto the intrusion. I don't know that you were ever actually seen aside from on camera at one point, but you were. Rux had a hat on. I don't remember what Bay was disguised as, but I think both of you were disguised at most for most of it anyway. I think Bay had a wig. Also, Bay was disguised as Rux. <laughs> but a gelatinous Rux. A gelatinous Rux. Uh, but I think all of you agreed last time that what really needed to happen is you needed to rest and show up to the factory in the morning. Yeah, because I think most of you are out of spells, and the hit points are low for a lot of people. So, everyone, make sure you take yeah. your full rest. Yeah, especially because I remember that Rux and Bay climbed up the stairs really, really quickly. Like, mm. they got out of there real fast. And you're like, oh, I expected you to find more clues, but you just kind of. It it was uh, this was not a well planned break in. I don't think we found any clues. Yeah. But we got the lay of the land, so now we have advantage on anything we try to do there. Nice. <laughs> yes, and like Capitan just lets you know that there was tours of the factory going on that you can go attend, and that might help you get into places. Ooh. So I think that's where we are at. So everyone full rest your characters. We'll Done. start the next morning. Um, I'm assuming Lynn is downstairs making some breakfast for everyone oh yes he's delighted to be making a breakfast for everyone again it's like a pancakes crepes full continental breakfast kind of spread he's in a good mood he's whistling he looks like he's actually slept which is weird (laughs) ah good morning it is i shannon powers a good morning shannon how's it going never been better it feels nice to be back in my own body and Fully bathed. Ah, uh, you know, I'm just so happy that everyone is back. Uh, you know, the switching buddy things was weird, but uh, yay, that's what happens, you know? We always had such a good time, me and my friends. Do you guys smell that? Because I don't anymore. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, yes, how was it? Losing all of, uh, losing some senses, tasting things for the first time. It's great, but I wish I didn't know. Okay, that's fair enough. 
If you want, Bay, uh, I can uh, describe all the smells for you. That's pretty. Okay, so first of all, it smells like something like sweet, like saccharin kind of kind of smell, and uh, then also burnt something. Maybe that's just the cigarette smoke coming out of the kitchen because, uh, yeah, the, they're 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 smoking while they're cooking all this food. Is uh, El Capitan making some horpschlorp for Bay? <laughs> yeah, the Capitan is like scooping stuff up off the ground right now. Just trying to like, oh, it's delighted to cook for you again. Little chef hat on. Yeah, Bay's got a coffee mug that says, don't talk to me before I've had my horpschlorp. Okay, <laughs> and your uh, horpschlorp er, smells like um, copper, I guess. It's like copper and uh, very earthy earthy smell so pretty sure you're gonna enjoy it throws it back it's a great time the capitan gives the chef's kiss motion oh nice okay so now that we are you know debriefing uh now that we're back together do you think that we want to go investigate something what do you want to do what's the next step for the bailing you out agency well at some point in time while we were uh, uh, out and about I do remember mention of going to investigate a factory yeah I guess uh, didn't uh, uh, El Capitan over there uh, say something like there's some tours and stuff but the problem is here for me and Bay is that we're we're wanted right yeah so it's not like we could just show up as ourselves so and i'm not sure if my hat and this dress will be enough you know yes good points good points i can disguise let's see if i have a disguise something does anyone have disguise except for jubei you have that but the you opened yourself up to lots of issues if you did that well, just because you cast wild magic every time you cast a spell, right? So. No, it's fair. I get it. I'm not good enough. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I mean, I have some, like, hiding spell where, you know, I can make you really hard to see, but I don't think that I can change my spell t- to disguise. Actually, I can manage my spells. We just long rested, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's metagame a little and disguise self. <laughs> Love it. But disguise self is just for yourself. Oh. If you have, like, seeming or a disguise kit. Do we have a disguise kit in this office? Or if Jonathan will make... Or not Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan, do you have any... What are you, again? A bard? A bard. Yeah, if you have, um, what's it called? It starts with a P. Puss. Oh. Well, <laughs> Got not, that. Check. Not that. Um, Is it a spell? Prestidigitation? Prestidigitation, maybe? No. That's not going to disguise it. I mean, I can switch. But Jonathan. I, oh, I cannot switch cantrips, but I can switch spells right now because I can switch spells after every long rest. They're a historical reenactment. should have a bunch of costumes. That's what I was thinking of. Have what? A bunch of costumes. Polymorph. I have polymorph. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. It started with a P. Polymorph. Mm. 
I do have yes, I do have polymorph. Okay. Oh, Shannon, you uh, you know you are very involved in the historical reenactment scene. I think that. I mean, it's not that I'm bad at disguises. I just am so used to everyone just thinking that I'm just a guy. So it's, I don't know if I would have anything that would fit rocks more than what they are wearing. But uh, do you have something that you can use to make, you know, them a little less inconspicuous because of your background in history? I'm not and... sure if my costumes would fit rocks for I am itty bitty. But I may have something. <laughs> and I'm going to pull out like a bright pink ass cape. Nice. You can use it, Rux, uh, if you just cut out two holes for the eyes and then for your mouth. Or don't cut out for your mouth. And then you can just like put it over your face so you can see. I think that that will make you most clandestine. Okay, so you think that uh, this bright pink cape is going to make the attention go away from me? Absolutely. For you look different now. And I throw it over your face. Who is that? Exactly. See, I can't even tell who you are. Even though I'm wanted by the police, nobody's gonna be like, oh, hey, who's that guy over there with the uh, pink cape all over their body? I, I don't think so, for I do not look up this time, and we also have a sentient blob. Oh, my... Okay. Uh, You'll fit right, right in. Uh, you, you ain't got nothing else, like maybe something that makes me smaller or or whatever... You know, that kind of stuff. Something that makes you smaller. Wow. You know, like maybe morphs me into something a little <laughs> bit tinier or maybe even the same size, but a completely different look because I really don't want to go to jail. So either I have to stay here while you guys do all the detective work, even though I have like the lay of the land there. For sure. No, seriously, here's the pink cape. You didn't get out of here. <laughs> yes. See, for you see, our friend is still confused as who you are. I think the pink cape will do just fine if you just cut out cut out the holes in the eye so you can see. Okay. Foolproof. All right. If, if you think so. Does anybody got some scissors? Oh, yeah. I do have scissors right here in my disguise kit. Oh, my. <laughs> you have a disguise kit? Yeah, can, yes. Can you my... just... Can I can I borrow that? But it's but but it's but it's mine. Okay, but I'll give it back after I use it. Don't give it to you can't trust we don't know them. Uh, Rex takes the fucking pink cape off of them. Oh my god, Rex, where were you? There was a, a person here. Yeah, I scared him off. Um but for real, Shannon, can I like borrow that thing? Since you are a friend of mine and not a random person in a pink cloak. <laughs> and I hand it to you. This pouch of cosmetics, hair dye, and small props lets you create disguises that change your physical appearance. Proficiency with this kit lets you add your proficiency bonus to any ability checks you make to create a visual disguise. Please dye all of your hair. Yeah, I'm going to. What color is my hair is currently orange. I'm going to dye all of my hair white. Oh, Ooh. an albino tiger. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hope that there are colored contacts in this kit and put colored contacts in. Rux, you should probably also change your name. How about Clementine? Okay, you want to call me Clementine? Yes. 
Okay. How about Caroline? Carol. Oh. Bam, bam, bam. Caroline the Reaper. Okay, just just regular Caroline. Not the Reaper. No, Caroline. Ba ba ba. Ah, <laughs> Caroline. Ba ba ba. Yes, but Caroline. Ba ba ba. Also, your accent is very distinct. Uh. Well, I mean, I don't know no other other way to talk. I mean, unless you give me a suggestion or something. At everyone on Discord, what accent should Tisha do? <laughs> something what? that is indicative of uh, that 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 alludes to your name of being Caroline, ba ba ba, not the Reaper. Hey, all right, uh, I could do this uh, Boston accent over here, or no, that's not Boston. That's like some sort of Wisconsin mixed with Boston. All right, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. No, that still sounds very similar. Uh, okay. Well, what's the okay? Well, what's the opposite of of uh, my accent? Tammy Baldwin. Very urban sounding. You are. So maybe something a little less, a little less, little less, little less inner city, more countryside. Oh, it's just so nice to see everyone working together again. Okay, well, I can do something countryside like this. I guess I have some cousins that are, you know, from from a place that's, that's a little bit north of me, and this is what they sound like, eh? Not the A. <laughs> oh, sorry, that got me. Uh, <laughs> ah, yes. Well, that sounds different. It sounds unique. It sounds like you are not Rux Baldacino, but you are actually Caroline Ba ba ba, not the Reaper. Okay, but it's it's a bit hard to do all the time, so, uh, you know, maybe nudge me if I uh, make a mistake or something. Ah, will do. Try to be quiet. Okay, so just to make sure, we are going to go to the gender fluid factory. Uh, we will be disguised. I think that we should uh, bake and disguise themselves. Rux is disguise, and I'm just some normal guy. And you're just some normal person as well, Shannon. So we will just go as civilians to this tour and then do some investigation. Does that sound good? Rux, you look amazing. I barely recognize you. Thanks. Uh, I think I'm going to take this pink cloak and make it a skirt. Accent. <gasps> Thanks. I think I'm going to take this pink cloak and make it a skirt, eh? Uh. Are you a country Canadian? Yes. I love it. I I'm like I I can look like that the the female character in that Mario show. <laughs> Shut up. I, I Oh, yes. You clearly mean Princess Zelda. Sure. I I don't quite know her name, eh? But that's what that's what I feel like doing. Was that good? Can you tell the difference? Uh, was it that I do the accent right? Uh, absolutely. Uh, that was fantastic. I am proud of you. Um, all, all your your prowess in uh, manipulating the language uh, to fit your new persona. It almost rivals mine. Well, thanks, buddy. I guess we should uh, reserve some tickets. Anything else that you guys want to talk about? Before we go, it's just so good to have you back. 
Before you, but last night I ordered some uh, employee at the month statues for you all. Uh, just that, like I said, <laughs> statues. It's uh, it's they aren't the you know the most expensive because it was rush job, but the, it is just a little statue of a little man and a little investigator coat because you guys are my number one investigative team. Bay and gives I'm, his to El Capitan. Oh, I'm gonna pretend like I did not see that. <laughs> like every time digs out like a bow tie and puts it on and starts giving a speech. Bay's applauding the whole time. It's oh. wonderful. <laughs> Once they're done with their speech, El Capitan will grab their tablet and start typing in to get the tickets for you. Uh, he'll put on little glasses to make sure everything looks right. Oh, oh my god. Uh, and he'll send tickets over to Lynn's uh, device, Nokia phone. Yeah, it's like this big, like, it's like a big Nokia brick. Uh, then you have the tickets there, and you are ready to go on the tour. And as the characters make their way to the gender fluid factory, you and I are going to take a break and head over to the gay agenda. This is the Gay Agenda. First things first, I have a birthday shout out for one of our pickles on our Patreon. So happy birthday, Von Vega. He's actually going to be in the January Patreon episode along with a few other pickles on our quest to save little Dilla. That's right, that lovable doll. Oh, that rascal. They got themselves into another mess and our Patreon is dedicated to bringing little Dilla. Well, I won't spoil it in case you haven't heard yet. It's it's just rescue. It's a rescue mission because little Dilla... I'm not a good player, y'all. It's just how it's what it is. <laughs> I'm just not useful as a PC. But that is all on our Patreon. So if you want to catch up on Little Dilla and everything else that's going on over there, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. Another way you can support the show is by leaving us five-star reviews on your preferred podcast platform and by using the Q&A section on Spotify, which I see a lot of you have been doing lately, and I really appreciate it. So I'm going to read some of them now. This one's from Boogie, and it says, After listening to the recap, I'm now convinced that the big bad evil guy for the Bailing You Out season is a group somehow based on sushi. Rice balls, tuna, as in Tokyo and Luna, Tommy Wasabi, R.I.P., and now somehow Zastasha? Interesting theory. Maybe I have something against sushi. This one actually came in today, and it's from Bud. It says, I love your show. I've been listening for a few years now. You guys have been my comfort show since I first started listening. I can't wait to find out what happens next. Thanks, Bud. Thank you so much. Glad you're enjoying the show. And on our Halloween special, I have four different messages asking to bring Sticky Sweet back or make sure that you rescue Sticky Sweet, people missing Sticky Sweet. And I'll just say this about Sticky Sweet. That is the one character in that one shot that we did not get enough of. And I would love to see come back in some form down the line. I don't know what exactly, but I'm, I'm not willing to let go of Sticky Sweet either. I'm with all of you. As a reminder, the next two weeks are going to be our Yule Miss special. It will still be in the Bailing You Out universe, but it will not be canonical to our... Well, it will be canonical. It just won't have anything to do with our current story arc. And thankfully, we're even joined by Kringle himself, Ho Ho Hogum. So December 26th and January 2nd will be our two-part Yule Miss one-shot. Then we are taking three weeks off in January before returning with Season 6, Episode 4 on January 30th. And from there, Season 6 should continue until it ends. I'm not going to predict when it's going to end because I'm going to be wrong if I say anything anyway. So we'll just see when the season ends. Well, I'll tell you when I know that's what will happen. 
And of course, you can find us on social media, RGRP Podcast on TikTok and Roll Gay Roleplay on Instagram. You can find us on Discord. Come chat with the cast, hang out, and do game nights and fun stuff. And you can find everything Roll Gay Roleplay on our website, RollGayRoleplay.com. Oh, some other fun news. We got a sponsor coming up in February. All of our February episodes will be sponsored. Uh, I can't tell you who it is yet, but I'm excited for you to find out. But yeah, if you enjoyed our Manscaped ads from, I think, last season, you're going to love these new ones. That's all my time for this gay agenda. Now here's a message from some of our friends. In the year 2714, a new squad of operatives was chosen by the College of Illusion. These fools promptly went on to frustrate their DM at every opportunity. Today, still working together, because really, who else would work with them? They survive as adventurers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Second Breakfast Club. Tony Kinney as Eddie Falzoni. Jess Owen as Adira Glow. Michael Cole as Urag. Jesse Wicks as Bill Quiverlance. Nico Rodriguez as your DM. Welcome back to the continuing tales of A Fool's Quest. Uh, then you have the tickets there, and you are ready to go on the tour. And I take it Rux kind of explain Rux and Bay explain like the three floors and what's on each of the floor because we saw that plaque. You did. Oh, right. So um, I also would like to see if we can do anything to get us better positioned to break in if that makes any sense. Like, can we hack security cameras? Can we learn something about the guard schedules? Like, I wanted to see if I could do any spells or anything beforehand that would allow me to, um, like, prepare. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. What are you casting on the way there, then? Or what before you leave? However you want to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cure magic, detect magic won't be useful until I'm there. Okay, one second. I am just taking a look. Okay. I want to prepare a glyph of warding. Essentially, what it is, is it's like a prepared spell where it can either explode or I can prepare... Like something that if, if like we want to, like I have charm person or I have command, but some of those require like somatic, like, you know what I mean? Like it's people talking kind of like you have to talk out loud to do that versus like if I have a glyph of warding, I can, you know, pull out this little thingy and it will. Oh, okay. So I actually have a couple of spells that I want to, not that I want to get ready, but I have a couple of spells that I can use. Okay. Um, such as arcane eye. Um, which will be useful when we're there, unfortunately, because it's only within 30 feet. So I am going to actually cast on our way there when we're pretty close um, Arcane Eye, which is a fourth level divination spell. A kind of a, a use of one of my two spell slots, but essentially it can last for up to an hour. And I create an invisible magical eye within range that hovers in the air for the duration. I mentally receive visual information from the eye, which has normal vision and dark vision out to 30 feet. The eye can look in every direction. 
As an action, I can move the eye up to 30 feet in any direction. There's no limit to how far away from you this eye can move, but it can't enter another plane of existence. A solid barrier blocks the eye's movement, but the eye can pass through an opening as small as one inch in diameter. So essentially, on the way, while we're traveling, I want to have cast that spell, send it ahead of us, and I want it to follow the path that the tour is going to take and kind of go off into the branches. So if I can, like, write a little map in places that look interesting. Okay. Is that something that I could do? Sure. Okay. So I'm going to cast it. It's one of my two spell slots. Um, so just, like, a generic map of the area and any places of interest. So that would be, like, places like employees only. Do not come here if you are on the tour. Big red buttons, security guards, stuff like that. Like, that's what I'm using the eye to scope for. Okay. Or ways that we can, like, like, you know what I mean? Just stuff that might potentially give us advantage if it could be, like, I know this is kind of, like, retconning or will be retconning in the future. But, like, the eye, like, maps out, like, security cameras where they can see kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm not pushing it too far? It, yeah. yes, it makes sense. And, like, depending on how long that trip is, because it only lasts for up to an hour, if you want to say it's taken you, like, an hour to get there, it, I cannot use it during the uh, actual break-in, if you'd like. No, I like you having the info, uh, and it's a clever mm -hmm. way to get it. And I think you might need it, considering how chaotic that last break-in was. Exactly, because it's invisible, so I don't think it would t garner any detection, and, like, it can sneak through pretty small spots. So, like, it can't go through any doors, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, Lynn is just silently piloting this eye on the train while you guys are going there, like, sketching things out. Okay. So, because you have the layout from when Bay and Rux broke in. So, you know, like, mm -hmm. certain things, like, on the top floor, you know, the higher-ups, the officers, the managers, the CEO's office are up there. Yeah. And, you know, like marketing operations, HR, and the chemists are on the second floor. And then the first floor is the lobby, the security offices, and the actual factory itself. Okay. Is there a basement level? Not aside from where Bay and Rux entered the factory in that underground sewer area. Where they're dumping random crap into the sewer. Yeah. Yeah, there was three pipes entering into it and just a bunch of really bad rolls down there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. This break-in could have been really successful. So there was just, just wasn't a roll above 10 for so long. I want to focus on... So do you want to do it before you get there or do you want to take the tour and do it while you're there? It's a concentration spell. So you need, okay. So I, yeah, I feel like if I want to, you know, keep this to be useful, it should be beforehand when I'm not in combat or easily distracted by a security guard going, yo, what the fuck are you doing over here? Got you. Okay. Right. Then the most restricted areas in the building is some of the chemistry areas are restricted. Okay. The HR operations area is restricted. Like, weirdly, I can do an insight check if you'd like. I I would say they're not part of the tour, and therefore that's what's making the eye kind of, like, gravitate there. Okay, HR operations is guarded. 
but more like a this is like people's personal info. I'm just trying to see if it's like a see if like the HR is weirdly guarded. Like it's you know what I mean? Like secret. that's where they yeah, but that's where they keep all the secrets about all the you know employees that they've killed with their weird experiments or something. <laughs> I would say most of the secret, secret stuff is between the HR area and the chemistry area, yeah. Uh, the area where Rux and Bay entered isn't something that's obviously known or obviously, like, it's not made obvious in the building, so it's not something that's frequented mm -hmm. by a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and there is less security down there, but there is that one camera. Before we got to there, I do want Rux to have... Um casted aid on everyone um and i just read it takes a tiny strip of white cloth so they just take a strip of white cloth and put it over lynn's nipples and say may tits mcgee or tits ahoy protect you all and yes. now you all have uh each target's maximum each target's hit points maximum and current hit points increased by five for the next eight hours Nice. Awesome. Five temporary hit points. Woohoo! For everyone. So, Shannon and Bay as well. Okay. So, we can fight if we need to. Yeah. Good to know. Oh, no. Anything. So, uh, yeah, those are the places that you, that you or the I think are the most uh, intentionally guarded and probably have any information you might want from them. Uh, also, the downstairs area, it wasn't well scoped out the first time. Probably deserves another set of eyes down there. Okay, so... But also, everything that we're talking about isn't going to be on your tour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's just kind of also the best way to... Like, the best corners to, like, sneak away to those areas on the tour or something. We'll figure it out. There is a staircase in the middle of the factory that leads to both up and down. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the one that Bay and Rux went into. So probably during that factory time might be a, a time you can sneak away. It's a very big area. Okay. Uh, and it's also one of the parts during the tour where you are not guided. Like you're going to have a go explore, go look around. Okay, so on the stairs is where we are allowed to explore and where we should leave. The factory floor is where you're allowed to explore, but there are stairs there. Okay. Could you imagine just like, look at the stairs. Just look at all the stairs. Well, look at all the welding on the stairs. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Look at all this welding. Um, on the factory floor is where we are allowed to free loam. So they also probably won't be counting us. Okay. Anything else that you guys can think of? Lynn's going to like let you know that just as like a heads up, my friends, I am looking, kind of doing some pre-scoping. Um, I can't, uh, you know, hack into their security camera network or whatever, but I've got this invisible, creepy little eye that I promise I have never used anywhere else um, that I can use to do a little spying. So I did a rough layout. Um, so this is my rough layout, and it's just like a kind of shit sketch on a napkin. Is there anything else you think I should check out while I've got this creepy little eye ready to go? I mean, maybe where all the cameras are, you know. Um, you know, I I'm going to, like, Rux is going to hunch their back and try to make themselves look smaller and try to cover their face as much as possible. 
Oh. But uh, I don't know what kind of facial recognition thing they got going on. I'm trying not to be super paranoid or anything, but, you know. Uh, does Juggalo makeup still really highly affect facial recognition software? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm not aware of uh, what a, the Juggalo makeup is. <laughs> Bay cracks open a Shasta. <laughs> okay, this is a totally a fun fact for all of our listeners. Yeah, there is actually proof that Juggalo face makeup, because it tricks the program into thinking that your um, underlying bone structure is different, actually helps deter facial recognition software. So. Well. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right, I guess. Yeah, I mean, let's put some, put some of that stuff on me. Wait, are we all dressed up like juggalos? <laughs> uh, I think if we all do this, then uh, we will be, you know, it's a group of us. You know, we are just tourists. We're coming to take a little tour. I'll just uh, cover my face. Makeup. I'll just put a mask on. Like <laughs> just I'm a touring group of juggalos. Just a touring group of juggalos. That. Now, hang on. I like this juggalo route. I think we should do this. I don't want to stand out. That's all. Yeah, they're standing out to the cameras and then standing out to the actual security guards. Because right. you look like a juggalo. <laughs> some subtle juggalo makeup. Some, some juggalo contouring. <laughs> Um, okay, so Rux has got a mask. Feel good to start? Yeah, and we have, like, a basic idea of where the cameras are. Kind of, like, draw little stars in around on the map that I made. Sure, yeah. Okay, basic idea of cameras. Awesome! What a useful fourth-level spell. <laughs> well, you're going to make your way there, then. It's a big three-story factory, now that you're looking at it from the outside. Uh, seems like just a basic brick factory. Not too much advertising going on and then as you enter the lobby there's a group of about 20 people the colors are completely different from the outside outside just a basic brick building inside it's pops of color vibrant neon colors there's a person in the lobby that will greet you which accent was i doing with this oh yeah oh are you here for the tour ah uh, yes here are our tickets i have presented them to be scanned okay let's see let's see one Two. Oh, I can never get this damn thing to work. Hang on a second. Okay, three, four. Okay, welcome to the tour. Go ahead and stand right over there. We're just about to start. You're actually a little late, but that's okay. Did Rory get a part-time job? <laughs> it's close to Rory, isn't it? It's a little bit more effeminate than Rory. I was going to say, it sounds like a woman, though. That's what I was going for. Rorita? Ew. Uh, she's got a name tag on that says Palo. Tallow? Yeah, it's like pillow with a a. Palo, okay. Palo, Palo, okay. All right. Now we're here for the tour. I almost went into Marie there. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Marie. Got and real close. Rory had a... Oh no, what's the act? There we go. We're back to it. You can't let Marie out again. Yeah, just think of a ham sandwich. Okay, so we're here for the tour. Uh, first, before we get started, I'm gonna go ahead and let it play a video. Uh, it's from the, our lovable mascot, NB. Uh, so just pay attention before the tour and he'll tell you all the rules and they'll tell you all the rules. And let me send you this clip cause it's a pickle. Nice. Ooh. All right, go ahead and listen to the rules, please. It's important for the tour. Hey mates, it's NB. I've got a surprise for you. Everyone on this tour gets free gender fluid. So if you're dragging your heels and need a boost that matches your fierce personality, look no further. 
grab a glove of gender fluid so you can slay the tour with a burst of fabulous energy. Before we start this tour, I need to go over some rules. Rule number one, this is a visual tour, not an interactive tour, so keep your hands to yourself. Rule number two, stay with the group at all times during the tour. The factory is big and it's easy to get lost. Rule number three, do not enter restricted areas. This tour is designed to give you a look at the magic while keeping you safe from the more dangerous rooms in our facility. You're gonna have a hell of a time checking out our factory today. Just be sure to follow the rules. Indy is watching. Ugh. Time to start the tour. See you later. Oh my god. Oh, what kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's bullshit? Freddy is always watching. This had very high gay energy. Good. It's literally for a product called Gender Flu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's who it was. I couldn't hear the name. NB is watching. Dangerous rooms in the tours in the factory, so. Hands to yourself. Stay with the group. Stay out of the restricted places. Yeah. And NB is watching. There is a clue to some item in here. Let me listen. I know. Some words were like emphasized, and I'm like not smart enough to think about what they all mean together as you're listening to this uh palo is passing out gloves of gender fluid to everybody to drink on the tour lynn is gonna fake drink his okay are they making sure that we drink them i, I don't think that she's necessarily watching you okay i'm still gonna do a performance check okay that was a 14 so i want it to be a little convincing to everyone else who's watching okay it'll be a little convincing you're kind of like you know putting your mouth on the finger squeezing it <clears> oh <throat> Gulping it down. Gulp, gulp. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You sound like Goofy. <laughs> if everyone will get on the elevator, uh, I'll take you up to the second floor first, uh, show you where all of our marketing happens, and I'll tell you a little bit about us. So she'll usher you into this big elevator. Uh, as you all enter in, she'll press a button. The elevator will light up in like a neon blue color and start moving up. Now, as you know, most companies spend their money on influencer ads, TV commercials, podcast mid-rolls, and billboards to try and tell you how good their product is. Now, Gender Fluid, we do things our own way. Because Gender Fluid is not just an energy drink, it's a lifestyle in a glove. <sighs> we support the scene, local bands, uh, influential athletes, and our ambassadors. Uh, we actually support our city's demolition derby, the extreme sports competitions, and help bring your favorite brands to SoulQuest City. All of this is why Gender Fluid is the number one energy drink. Now, first I'm going to show you our marketing department who makes all of that happen. The doors open and it looks like a corporate office. Honestly, more underwhelming than you even could expect. People sitting at cubicles, Where? doing their jobs. Yep. Most of them don't want to be part of this. And Palo starts walking around. These are the fine people who put all those marketing together, aren't they? I mean, let's give them a round of applause. <laughs> yes, he did so good. As everyone claps, there's one person on the phone just like, sorry, hang on a second. Just, uh. <laughs> Palo, move, go, <laughs> I'm gonna go. do my fucking job. Hold on. All right, okay. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and peek in on the chemist now. Let's see how we came up with that gender fluid formula, huh? Bay is delightfully sipping on their drink as we're following along. Nice. Rex is gonna like pour their drink out slowly. 
where? Just on the ground or? Just just as they're walking, they're just going to let it hang and like drip out of the thumb hole <laughs> okay. until it's empty. Great. Uh, and that's where we're going to cut this episode. We are in the gender fluid factory. Join us next week. Until then, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me at the local abortion factory. Oh. <laughs> Factoring abortions. Nice. I'm Brandel. You can find me in the gift shop. Does this MB shirt make me look fat? Uh, hi, my name is Katie, and I'm so excited that this is about monsters that come alive at night. <laughs> um, and hi, I'm Jonathan, and my NB name would be Marin. Because you like the sea? Oh, because Mariner. Just from the, the root of the word. Do you like pizza sauce? <laughs> it's M A it's M A E R R O N. Oh, that doesn't Marin. change. That. Do you like Dame Helen? Oh, no. Helen. So, yeah, anyway. We saved our best jokes for last. <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> All right. So stupid. Ooh, witchcraft. I'm currently getting a call from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh-oh. Ooh. And so it begins. You, know. you said it. You spoke into existence. Now you're going to hell. <laughs> it's going to hell anyway, probably for butt stuff. <laughs> An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti. NB was voiced by Ralphie Bigger. <laughs>